to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 244, The Evil of the Daleks. My name is John, and joining me every time we awkwardly go through some wooden doors is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. I don't know what to tell you, man. Those wooden doors, they they trip you up. (laughs) That was like the weirdest cuckoo clock. Yes. The weirdest cuckoo clock. How are you, sir? I'm hanging in there. Yeah. I am hanging in there. Uh, You know, uh, COVID has uh, landed so close to home that it is in the home. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the kiddos, uh, tested positive, totally on the bend, totally vaccinated. So we are, we are confident that, you know, by the time, uh, we get through the weekend, you know, he'll be back at it. Um, you know, the adults, we've all been testing negative, but we're all kind of a little tired. Feels kind of like we're fighting a cold. Yeah. I might sound a little off tonight just because I know I've got some congestion back in my throat, stuff like that. Um, but I will say this, you know, get vaccinated, get boosted. Uh, it, it, it definitely makes a difference. Um, and yeah, order up some rapid tests from the government right away and, uh, wear masks, good masks, not cutesy cloth masks anymore. Yeah. How are you, John? Uh, <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, you know, we're uh, we're just kind of chilling at home. I do um, on Thursday have to uh, have to go to the dentist uh, to uh, get a sweet, sweet root canal. Um, yeah, they're never fun, but uh, it needs to be done, and we're just yeah. going to take care of it because that's yep. what we have to do. So. Uh, we're doing that. Besides that, everything is uh, is going okay. Um, you know, the Twitch streaming is going very well. Um, Good. Yeah, I'm up to 47 subscribers, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, because my original goal at the beginning of the year, I was like, you know, I think I'd be fine if I got like 40 for the year. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost at 50, so nice well you know it's a month-to-month thing but still it yep. doesn't matter it's 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 cool and i like doing it and i'm having fun very cool yeah so very cool before we get into evil of the daleks what is uh what's making us happy this fortnight because we're we're back to that that bi-weekly yeah yeah we are well i don't know about you but for me i actually do have something that's making me happy oh. this fortnight believe it or not because it has been uh, quite a couple of weeks. Um, but last week, I am happy to say that I finally got the bus into a shop and finally had somebody get the window put back in that I couldn't get put back in. Oh, nice. Um, it took quite a while. Uh, it cost a little bit more than I expected, but it's okay. <laughs> um, but it is in. I mean, it was one of those things where I was sitting here going like, oh my God, this is taking so much longer than I thought. Yeah. I'm like, starting to come up with like plan C plan D like, thank you dishwasher. Um, <laughs> coming up with all these alternatives and in, in case like, what if the glass breaks? What if they just can't get it in? They're like, dude, we give up it. it it's beaten us. Yeah. Um, and so it, it had to stay overnight, which wasn't expected. But the next day later in the afternoon, there's like, Hey, it's in, come get it. Great. <laughs> Cause it's Friday and, and we just want to go home now. So, uh, so yes, that, that was making me very happy. Excellent. What about you? Uh, what is making me happy this fortnight? That is a great question. What could it be? I don't know. This is, um, no, this is, I feel uh, like I need to insert cricket sounds. Yeah. You might have to, because I'm, I'm trying to think of, of what it is that is making me happy currently. Um, Can I make a suggestion? Yeah, sure. The first season of Hellier dropped three years ago today. Oh, that is yeah. making that does make yeah. me happy. And then it took me two and a half years to watch <laughs> it, but it was well worth only, it. Only because I, yeah, only because I had to harass you about it. Well, actually, it might have only. Well, when did season two come out? After 
November of 2019. Yeah, so um, I mean, I when I started watching because I back to back them, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. You mainlined them. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. That was <laughs> that was an interesting couple of weeks for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, that's making me happy. Also, uh, uh, we have been watching Peacemaker, the new okay. HBO show with John Cena. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy that a lot. And, um, yeah, you know what's not making me happy? I watched Eternals, Taylor. Oh, I've heard mixed reviews on that. Uh, it was not good. No. Um, I will not hear any arguments any other way. <laughs> no, it's Well, I mean, you know, you could always just sit down and watch Rogue One instead. What? What's that? Is that, a, is that a movie? It's a Yakety Cast throwback. Oh, yeah. I'm never watching that movie. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, I, I don't know. I'll probably watch it. At, I'll probably watch it at some point, you know? I mean, I, I can't talk. I've never seen E.T., so. You've never seen E.T.? I've never seen E.T. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy to me for some reason. Well, because I'm so into aliens and UFOs and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Wow. I know. When it first came out, it just, it was one of those things where I'm like, mm, no, this creeps me out. I don't want to see it. <laughs> and then it just became a thing where I just never got around to seeing it. Wow. And so, yeah, still haven't seen it. Ugh. You know what else is making me happy? What's that? This is something that I, I, I'm just going to do a little plug here. Uh, who knew podcast makes me happy? Yeah. Our They're friends cool. over there. They, uh, they just put out an episode of uh, The Name of the Doctor. Um, ah, mm-hmm. yeah. So go check that out at um, you know it's Who New Podcast. You can find them wherever your podcasts are sold, which is nowhere because podcasts are usually free. You can find them on WhoNewPodcast.com dot com. Go check them out. Um, yeah, name of the doctor just dropped um, on Sunday. So there you go, cool. new cool. episode. Go support them. They're they're cool peoples, and we will hopefully be seeing them soon. Yeah, um, and. With that, we head oh, did into... I, did I, oh, I did tell you that the folks over at Gallifrey One did get our podcasters. You did one. tell me okay. that. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Cool. So, yeah. There you go. There's another update. Yeah. The podcast <laughs> meetup is a happening. Yep. Don't know when, but it should be happening. Excellent. All right. Well, we got some who news, so um, let's get off to it with some bummer, shall we? <laughs> yeah. I, and this, I mean, <clears throat> I know we we said, hey... 2022 new year let's do some animation domination and um then this rumor popped up uh which uh doesn't make me happy but bbc america has uh pulled any funding for further lost episode animations yeah this is the biggest of bummers because i will say the last time we had um galley the panel for this was the highlight for me, at least. Oh, was, yeah, I remember you talking about it. It was so fun. I mm-hmm. loved it. Um, and it looks like, um, well, I guess we should also maybe, um, because sometimes, and this was pointed out to me, this is um, the mirror. Yeah. So it, it is, It is. we obviously have to still say this is officially still a rumor. There is no official statement yet. Yeah. Um, but they have gotten some stuff right in the past. So And the Radio Times know, is confirming it too, apparently. Yeah. So they on the upside, they are looking for um a another partner uh to work with for potentially future animations. Um but right at at the moment, the Animal yeah. Snowman. Uh, set to be released later this year, will mark the last uh, missing adventure funded by BBC, BBC America uh, for animation. Uh, again, I, with any luck, with any luck, maybe this will kind of be a a topic of interest at Gallifrey One. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, swell from fandom will uh, kind of help go, oh, hey, yeah. there is interest in this thing. People do want this. And, you know, fingers crossed always. Yeah. I would love to see it happen. I mean, there's still so much to do, and for the most part, they're all enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we and we enjoy them, and this is uh, a bummer, if true. But it does sound like you said Radio Times is BBC Studios is, is actively searching. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, 
Fingers crossed for sure. Well, we've got a small uh, early January update for Gallifrey One. Um, part of that is a COVID-19 update. Um, uh, so obviously, still bring your documentation. Um, still, uh, you know, be prepared for all of that. They are also now encouraging, strongly encouraging all attendees um, to getting a test within 72 hours of arrival. Now, I went, well, wait a second, like in LA or can we get it at home? And right. then be like, we have our, and luckily by the time I hopped onto their Facebook page, somebody had already asked for clarification and they're like, no, it doesn't have to be in LA. You don't have to get here like days in advance. Um, you know, wherever, you know, you can get a test done, go ahead and get a test done. So you kind of just have that additional information. Um, it's not a requirement, uh, right now because LA County is not requiring it. Um, but they are strongly encouraging it. And, you know, having gone through, uh, a bit of testing with everyone in the house, uh, recently, there is definitely an advantage to it, you know, kind of that third to fifth day is really oh yeah kind of the important point if you think you've been exposed to anyone to get that taken care of um so yeah take that they've got last call for t-shirt and tote bag orders um the science workshop for kids and parents is on will be happening uh even uh with uh COVID restrictions uh, going on. They've got a way to make that happen. Um, they've announced their charity auction uh, beneficiary, uh, which I believe is the, the LA food banks, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, so obviously program preview, uh, they said it'll be coming in the next two weeks. And this update was from a week ago. Uh, so they are busy, busy, busy getting that stuff together. So yeah, that is, that's the bulk of that. Of course, links in the show notes will take you to everything we're talking about this evening over at big finish. Cause it's not an episode of uh podcast to go without at least one piece of big finish news. Um, it's kind of, this is, I'm kind of excited about this one. Uh, uh, actress Angela Bruce is reprising her role as Brigadier Winifred Bambera for Big Finish. Ooh. Yes. Last scene in the episode Battlefield. Yeah. 1989. Uh, we have got we have got her doing. And I'm just, personally, I'm just waiting for the very first for shame that she utters. <laughs> uh, so this, this is expected to drop in June of this year. So this is... Uh, this is exciting. This is obviously yeah. uh, available for uh, pre-order because they probably have stuff, you know, that you could pre-order well into 2028 or later for all I know. Um, but it's unit brave new world volume one. Uh, it's going to be three separate stories. Rogue state by Robert Valentine time flies by Allison winter and dark side of the moon, not by Pink Floyd, but by Alfie Shaw. <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. I'll be, I'll be getting that one. Now, if you want something a little sooner than June, how about April? There is a Doctor Who board game coming from a company called Gale Force 9. Um, and not surprisingly, it involves the Weeping Angels and is called Doctor Who Don't Blink. All right. A tactical board game. So, I don't know, maybe this is like Risk meets Doctor Who. Maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd be yeah. down with that. Well, and here's the here's the fun part. One player actually gets to take on the role of the Weeping Angels. Ooh. They're not technically an NPC. While yeah. the other players take on the roles of the 11th Doctor, Amy, Rory, and Clara. Oh. Yep. Okay. So that could be interesting. I know I know many of our listeners are very big into board games. The board games, yes. Huh. So, All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be I'll be I'll there's no packaging or any of the, the no, board no or pieces or that they show. So I'm kind of like, mm, I'm going to reserve judgment until I kind of see it. Yeah. But, you know, it'll probably be pretty cool. Yeah, it should be cool. So the folks over at The Guardian, UK newspaper, they've got an article about a uh, man who lives in a uh, village in Northumberland, and he has collected so many bits of Doctor Who memorabilia um, that he's basically turned his basement into a uh doctor who museum this is crazy 
Yeah, so he's he's got more than 200 costumes, props, and bits of artwork. Now, it's not just Doctor Who. He's also got some Blake 7. He's got some Star Trek. He's got some other stuff. But Doctor Who is, I guess, the bulk uh, of his collection. Um, and I'm trying to see, because I know the article talked a little bit about um, some of the stuff he's got. And I am scanning it really quickly to find where it was, because, you know, I should have... I should have hung on to it. Oh, here we go. Um, so it says here, every costume or proper piece of memorabilia he's collected over the years has its own story. What looks like a drab, nothing to it, cheesecloth dress is actually hugely exciting and significant. Cole insisted, insisted, <laughs> because it's a costume from the 1976 Doctor Who story, the brain of Morbius. Mm. Uh, and it was it was worn by, um, I always had trouble pronouncing it, Ohika? Ohika? Ohika. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, so he's got uh, a robot mummy head from Pyramids of Mars. That's cool. Yeah. He's obviously he's got uh, a Dalek because who doesn't? <laughs> True. Everybody, everybody's getting Dalek for Christmas. That's how the song went. Um, anyway, so yeah, he's he's got this. He's spent a chunk of the pandemic kind of uh, uh, you know redoing it and improving it, uh, and uh, yeah. So if you ever find yourself in the town of Allendale in Northumberland, yeah, <laughs> you need something Doctor Who-ish to do, go check that out. And lastly tonight, dropping just moments before recording, uh, it looks like we are getting uh, a few Target novelizations later this year. Oh. Dropping in uh, July. We're getting The Fires of Pompeii, written by James Moran. Interesting. We're getting The Zygon Invasion by Peter Harness. Okay. And we are getting The Eaters of Light by Rona Monroe. All right. Yeah, I remember liking that one a lot. I do too. Yep. And those are dropping, at least in the UK, on July 14th of this year. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> if only I still had it. I'll put, I told I'll put you it we needed it on the side. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So this week we talked about the evil of the Daleks. Starring Patrick Troughton as the Doctor, Fraser Hines as Jamie, Deborah Watling as Victoria, and John Bailey as Edward Waterfield. It was written by David Whitaker and directed by Derek Martinus. It first aired May 20th through July 1st, 1967, and is the ninth and final story of season four. And we have... Yeah, that's a slew. We have a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Absolutely, and we love a good working title here, and the working title of this story was just The Daleks, All also right. sometimes referred to as Daleks. Straight to the point. Um, yeah, a rumored working title is War of the Daleks, uh, but this doesn't appear on any BBC paperwork that still exists. So Interesting. Yeah, which is funny because I still think of the first Doctor story as the Daleks, even though they were using individual episode titles. Yes, so. yeah. It throws me when I see this here. I'm like, wait, no, that's a that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <clears throat> speaking of individual episode titles, David Whitaker initially gave each episode its own individual title, uh, though no title is listed on the original production paperwork. Uh, for episode six, it says, hmm, okay, uh, the titles for the other six episodes in order, right, were to set a trap, the net titans. A Trial of Strength, A Test of Skill, The Human Factor, and Episode 7 is The End of the Daleks. I wonder if the next one was just The Dalek Factor. That's kind of how that episode plays out, really. Yeah, you you know, that's so. what I would have called it. Well, we'll never know, I guess. Yeah, well, written by former Doctor Who script editor David Whitaker, The Evil of the Daleks was initially intended to be the last Dalek story on Doctor Who ever. Writer Terry Nation, the creator of the Daleks, was busily trying to sell the Daleks to American television at the time to produce a spin-off series featuring them. Mm. I'm just going to let you ruminate on that for a second because, yep. oh my gosh. Dizzy Daleks. It, Dizzy Daleks, yeah, definitely. To facilitate a sale and the possible sale of an American Dalek series to ITV, mm. uh, Nation requested the BBC relinquish its rights to the Daleks and cease using them. Now, accordingly, the BBC intended to give them a big send-off from the series. Of course, despite the Doctor's pronouncement, this was not 
to be his last encounter uh, with these most famous of his adversaries. In addition, despite the intention to kill off the Daleks, Innes Lloyd was told at the last moment before filming the final scene not to mm. kill them off, not to not film. He did this by inserting a light globe inside one of the wrecked Daleks in the Emperor Daleks chamber. The light glowed, suggesting that something within remained alive. Mm, interesting. Yes. Um, now, here's a fun one. I always loved seeing like like what earlier versions of a script would have done. Originally, the Doctor and Edward Waterfield were to travel back to Earth in the year 20,000 BC and retrieve a caveman named Og. Yes. Uh-huh. From whom the Doctor was to deduce the essence of humanity. Okay. From a caveman named Og. I guess. Yeah. The Daleks' plan was to eradicate this quality from every generation of man, thereby eliminating Earth as a threat. Meanwhile, Jamie and Victoria were held hostage on Scarrow. Huh. Well, which, I think they uh, they did fine. Uh, yeah. I think, they, I think they did better, yep. most definitely. Uh, this was the first series finale in Doctor Who history that featured a returning adversary, as well as the first series finale to feature the Daleks. Oh, all right. Most definitely not the last. Nope. Nope. And this last one we will file under not cool, bro. Deborah Watling recalled that the Dalek operators would often prank her by using their plungers on her in rude ways when her back was turned. Ugh. Not cool, bro. Gotta remove cool. the uh the the human uh factor the, from those the human Daleks. Factor from those Daleks. No kidding. Yikes. No kidding. Yeah. All right, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. Indeed. The Doctor and Jamie embark on the Great Tardis chase as they run straight from the Faceless Ones into a new adventure in which it appears an antique dealer has a line on some quality product. Product almost too good to be true. But it turns out the Daleks are using a really long con to understand the human factor, (laughs) and what that creates is pretty wild. But no, it's never quite that simple. The human factor merely shows the Daleks the importance of the Dalek factor. It gets a little convoluted, but how will Waterfield's kidnapped daughter, Dr. Maxtable's desire for gold, and the Emperor Dalek factor into all of this? Well, you can find out via our review right now of the evil of the Daleks. Yes, the evil of the Daleks. Um, Taylor, overall feelings, what would you think of this uh, animated adventure? I liked it. I mean, I, I always enjoy a decent Dalek story. Um, and this one kind of had the neat aspects of kind of sorting out the whole human factor thing and, and also introducing the Emperor Dalek. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. I also thoroughly enjoyed this. I thought I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, the human the human factor in the in the Daleks is something we, we're gonna talk about. And oh yes. My goodness. Um <laughs> Oh yeah. Now I do kind of feel like when when David Whitaker looked at, oh, we're doing seven episodes. Yeah. I'm going to fill a bunch of this with <laughs> stuff that I think ultimately doesn't matter. I I'm could like, see, yeah, I could see that. I feel like there's like the first two or three episodes, there really could have been some tightening up of the story. But Oh, yeah, I agree. At the same time, it's like, okay, you've got seven episodes. If you want to tell a bigger story, you can. Yeah. But don't be surprised if... Granted, I wasn't feeling completely 100%. I necessarily play the episodes at one and a half speed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some stuff we could have, uh, we probably could have cut out of here. Um, maybe, mm, I don't know, because it was actually a good misdirect, I thought, with um, the introduction of um, Arthur. Yes. Because I was like, this is very strange. Yeah, because he's clearly having some sort of like... Uh, like mental interference. Yeah, and I was wondering if they had literally like I was like he's a human Dalek, isn't he? He's right? a failed experiment. This is going to be awesome. I had the same thought. I was like, "Oh man, this is crazy because now now modern who is copying this story with with their attempts at doing that." Uh and and we ultimately were wrong. Yeah, we were ultimately wrong. I mean, <laughs> uh but it was, you know, it was like, "Okay, that's fine. I get it." Um, but yeah, they could have, um, they could have cut some stuff down. I feel like they could have at least made it six episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if episode one and two needed to be separate. They probably could have been pushed together and we could have got rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think so. Um, but then you, you know, then you get rid of the Dalek reveal is not, uh, 
it's in the middle of the episode. Anyway. Well, yeah, it would be if you had merged them. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was like, oh, this is immediately after the faceless ones. I had no idea. I don't know that I've seen another episode of Doctor Who that is so immediately after the previous one. Like, they're still at Gatwick. Yeah. They're still there. There's a jet. I, I started watching it. I'm like, oh, shoot. Did I grab I the thought, wrong? Yeah. Did I grab the wrong story? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, no, this is not right. And then I'm like, oh, no, okay, okay, I got you. I got you. So, yeah, that was, that was kind of crazy. That well, yeah, wild. because we forget, like, they, they bid adieu. Yeah. And then the they're like, oh, yeah, the TARDIS. <laughs> we have to <laughs> go get it. There it is on the back of a truck. Yeah. <clears throat> so we, we're doing that. Um, but, I mean, I what did we think of? I feel like this, this was the same animation house, same people. It seemed it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought the animation was solid. I thought there were some some cool um, shots of, I mean, I guess they were using a little bit of like 3D animation and some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the panning shots looked particularly good. Yeah. When we're introduced to the, the mansion, I believe, in the, mm. is that in the second? It's either the second or the third episode. I, I can't remember. Oh, it's, it's the, the second, second episode. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I thought they did. I, I mean, I don't know how many liberties. See, that's the only thing with with these. Like, how much? How many liberties did they take, or is did yeah. they try to do shot for shot from the script? Yeah, it's it's really it's tough to say. Um, and and I think one of the only I think one of the only things that kind of and I don't want to say fails because like look, we've recreated a an entire Doctor Who story. It's animated. We have it forever now. Yeah. Um, but you know, some of these scenes where, you know, I don't know, people are struggling or, you know, there's a lot of like sneaking around and the way it comes across in the animation, I imagine that the original, you've got maybe a lot more uh, information being telegraphed by like facial features yeah, and stuff. And it's harder to recreate that in the animation. So you get like these kind of slightly longer than comfortable scenes where there's just like not really any sound yes and it's kind of like oh okay i know what's going on but do we do we really need you know this this 30 seconds here of this happening yeah um and yeah we do because it's a recreation you know and that and that's okay um but it's just it's one of those things where it's like i bet this scene comes across maybe a little bit more evocative in like live action yeah absolutely um yeah i'm trying to because you know that there are some stills here that they probably went off of mm-hmm. and they did for sure with the um with um the emperor dalek's uh oh yeah his little lair and and the the emperor himself um yeah i think they did they did a really good job overall with the animation <laughs> and it you know again it sucks because it feels like they're kind of hitting their stride with animation and now they're like uh never mind yeah totally agree i don't know i don't know what the reasoning is behind that because i'm i mean personally i'm like give me all of them yeah yes let's do it i mean yes i think it would be great to find you know film but i mean we're more than 50 55 years out at this point yeah on some of this stuff it's not even a matter of finding it it's finding it in a in a condition where it's not deteriorated yeah that's the other thing you know yeah so let's use animation to recreate all these stories that that we don't have anymore. Absolutely. I mean, so well, I mean, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Um, yep. I want to talk about Jamie a little bit here, okay? Because we we get some um, some very interesting um, conversation between the Doctor and and Jamie, where basically I think it's around the time that it's in episode three okay where we kind of you know we're introduced that the daleks are are a part of this and we'll talk about the daleks at great length here in a minute but uh and they're like we need we need jamie to he needs to you know we need him for our, our experiment he needs to be a part of the experiment or you're not going to basically we're doing some time travel stuff yada 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 the Do- daleks are involved they have one of the um people involves daughter captive held captive who yeah. um we'll get to we'll also get to a little bit well i guess we could get to it now it it turns out to be 
I, and in my notes, it's oh dang, it's that Victoria. So it's <laughs> it's our our future companion Victoria is is correct is who is being held captive, and they want them to do the these experiments, and they need the doctor for some reason that is uh, kind of eluding uh, me right now and in return for these people bringing the doctor to the Daleks they will get some sort of formula to turn uh, iron into gold is that what it is basically yes, yes. Dr. Maxtable is obsessed with gold I love gold uh, he loves gold yes. Um, and yes uh, and, and, and all that old fashioned alchemy <laughs> yeah. stuff Um and and yeah, so so the so the Daleks are are holding Victoria captive and are apparently very obsessed about her weight. Yeah, that I thought that was just such a weird little scene where the Dalek comes in and he's like, "You're not eating your food," and she's like, "I don't want it." She's like, "You've lost seventeen ounces." Yeah, it's, you better eat. And I'm like, "Dude, back off." Yeah, it's so weird. Feel like eating seventeen ounces is nothing. That's water weight if it's anything for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so like yeah that was so weird like they were concerned that she she wasn't eating yeah um you will eat eat uh anyway <laughs> um and so that's that's the whole deal with that and we we get this this whole thing where the doctor's like all right jamie jamie's game for it we're gonna they're gonna do tests on it and um <clears throat> we're gonna do tests on jamie and he's like yeah for sure that's fine and he, he also says Jamie will do everything he's asked to do. And <laughs> Jamie's listening to all of this. Yeah. And they get into a huge, a huge blow up in episode three. And yeah, I mean, Jamie is and I think the doctor was kind of baiting him a little bit because he mm -hmm. wanted to get him angry. So he would go away and try to save Victoria. But I mean, Jamie was throwing some uh, he was uh, deep into shoot week as we say oh yeah there there this was like i i kind of liken this to um kind of to how seven manipulates ace at times yes you know it's like i i curse offender comes to mind yes right and so here we've got the doctor going okay okay yeah we'll we'll, we'll send jamie on this quest basically yeah you know um but if you're gonna get like an honest like you know uh what untainted reaction you kind of have to set him up to be like well i'm doing this not like i'm doing this for you because the daleks told me to and so the doctor completely uh manipulates jamie yeah to kind of kind of you know go on this quest and rescue victoria yeah, and I mean he he baits him. He tells him like he's like I have the script up. He's like you're in a temper, and he goes, oh, I won't do everything I'm told then. And he he says he was eavesdropping, and he's like, well, whatever you know, yeah, whatever it was, I don't like what you're doing. And there's like a whole big back and forth, mm -hmm. and he's like, you're forgetting the TARDIS was stolen and a man was murdered. Now how am I supposed? Uh, how am I supposed to tell when I see you as friendly uh, as you are with the murderer? Um, and he's like, okay, he didn't murder him, but he stole the TARDIS. And there's just like a big old back and forth. What is, what's the go away line that he says? Oh, all you can, and that's all you can think about. Isn't it the TARDIS? Well, you can stand around and do nothing. I'm sick to death of it. And he just leaves. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, yes, that's, that's exactly what I wanted. That is shoot week for sure. Oh, it was great. It was a great back and forth just because, you know, we like Jamie because he doesn't he doesn't stand down, but also no. he's completely played by the doctor. <laughs> well, and I think I think I think I mean that's something I like in a companion, one who is willing to kind of like, you know, stand up for their own morals and stand up for their own ethics at at at, at times rather than just be like, "Doctor, tell me what to do." Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's um that's why we like Jamie. That's that why is. We like him. Um, and, and we're good. We'll get to more of what you, cause I mean, I'll tell you right now, this on the Duggan scale is going to, it might break it. It's, it's uh, definitely going to be up there. I have literally 
put a section in my notes now for the Duggan scale so I can remember what to talk about. Yeah, but Jamie, uh, as we you know, as we talk about how much we love Jamie, he he was uh, he's solely responsible for a couple of moments that put this very high on the Duggan scale for sure. Most definitely, fisticuffs. Yep, throwing people off of tables, uh, doing the most Warner Brothers cartoon thing I've ever seen, and just opening a door at a man that <laughs> is running towards it, and he almost falls to his death. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of a lot of good stuff, and uh, we get a good Highlander sword fight too. So yes, dude, yeah. the sword fight was fun. Yeah, this is they were having fun with the animation. That's for sure. There's a most lot of. A lot of great stuff. Yeah, I think all of my notes for episode four is just uh, is just um, them fighting him and uh, Jamie and uh, Camel. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think it's Camel. 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 I think Camel. I kept wanting to say Kremel. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's one of our neighbors' last names. <laughs> I need to remember to take the R out of it. Camel. No, but yeah, that was great. I mean, they're like, yeah, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I you know I thought Jamie was was great in this. Um, I mean, this is the introduction of Victoria. Um, I kind of feel like that is pretty much what it was was just an introduction. Yeah, we really we don't. She's being held captive for almost the entire story. Yeah, <clears throat> so we don't get a lot about her other than that she is the daughter of Edward Waterfield. Yeah, and, that's that's about it I feel like in this story yeah, at least. Yeah, we don't we don't get a ton about her. All, all we know is now she's now she's got this tragic backstory because surprise surprise get to the end of the story her dad doesn't make it. Her, her mom I, I believe died yes some time ago. I can't remember why now. I don't know if it's in childbirth or what. Um, but now basically she's orphaned and the doctor's like, Hey, come with us. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, but I, I he, um, her father's dying words are basically like, take care of her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, TARDIS time. Pretty That's much. what he says, guys. That's <laughs> what he says to the dying Edward Waterfield. He says, yeah, TARDIS time. Uh, like I said, they took some liberties with the animation and the dialogue. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You feel, actually you kind of feel bad for uh, Edward Waterfield. You know, you know he's trying to like his goal is to get his daughter back. Yeah, he's and been he, put in not a great situation for sure. Totally, and he is so in over his head. Yeah, with everything else that's going on, because literally everybody that he's got to interact with also has their own agenda that they're trying to accomplish. He's like, look, can't I just use this time travel to get some sweet antiques to sell? Yeah, right. That's all he Which, wants. Sure, you know, let's do it. Yeah, let's absolutely do it. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. Absolutely. Um so the so the Daleks. Um Yes. This was as you said, so apparently supposed to be the final Dalek story, which I didn't know until you read those notes, but like at the end it's like that's it. They're all dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, no they're not. <laughs> Huh? So I guess it makes sense that they were, you know, supposed to be. I actually didn't gather that's what the the light was supposed to be. Did you gather oh, that on first watch? Well, I mean, you got to remember, I've done, I did the notes before watching. Gotcha. That's true. So I I kind of knew it was coming, but it it also even I think even if I didn't know it, <clears throat> that trope of like, oh, that's it, it's all done, it's over, they're defeated, and then. Oh, not quite. Yes. Not, you know, that's that's totally quite. a storytelling and especially a TV and a movie trope. So, you know, I think I think even watching it and I obviously I, I anybody watching it today who knows obviously that was not the end of the Daleks. Um yeah. You know, watching it and seeing that and then kind of seeing the light, you know, kind of flicker, they go, "Oh, yeah, no, we know." <laughs> we know we got we got another you know 50 odd years worth of like yeah we know oh yeah that we do <clears throat> but, um, oh no go ahead sorry oh i was just gonna say i mean should we should we talk about um what happens to uh daleks when they meet the positronic brain of the human factor so this is such an interesting because i don't think 
since this story, we have seen anything, uh, dare I say, this silly with the Daleks. <laughs> I mean, maybe Daleks take Manhattan or whatever that was called, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think we've seen anything as silly as as uh, as Dizzy Daleks. Yes. Or Daleks uh, pretending to be trains. Yep. Um, it's uh, it's something to behold, and there are when it was happening, and we had we had a um, the doctor riding one of the Daleks. Yes, I went, man. I I'm really bummed that there's no video of this. There are stills, and it is funny still, but uh, this is out of control. It, it's it's the most. It is worth getting this animation just for these scenes yes absolutely because basically you know these three daleks that that the that the doctor puts these these things in um they're they basically turn into toddlers yes for a little while and they're like oh but you know we're friends and let's play and the doctor who obviously has encountered the daleks before yeah and knows how absolutely you know vicious they can be um basically yeah is sort of scooped up sort of by the by the the front of a dalek yeah and goes for a ride on one just goes for a ride and they're literally pretending to be like a train and and it is like i'm not joking i have the note at the beginning of what is it episode six i think oh this is so effing weird it is it's it's very uh it's and it's so out of the ordinary just for what like I like I said we've never seen anything this silly. <laughs> no. Uh no, but I kind of love it. No, I I love it too. I think it's very I would almost love to see like that one of them survived and is just kind of living life. Oh my god, that'd be so great. I mean that that is um I mean that's a that's a big finish. Right. That's a big finish. That's a, I mean, that's a comic. That's, that's a whole lot of things. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think in episode seven, we do see all three of them. Yes. Get destroyed. Well, weren't there more when they went through the, uh, they went through the, um, at the end, they went through that little thing that the doctor's like, I reversed the polarity. He didn't say that, but no, he basically (laughs) did. Um, Didn't they all go through it? Or a decent um, amount of them. I, all the well, I mean, I mean, all the all the human captives did. I don't think the Daleks did. Oh, okay. But I, again, I mean, dude, brain fog right now. Um, maybe. Huh. And who knows? Either I way, retcon the crap out of it. You know? There we go. Yeah. Of course, well, one dizzy did. Daleks. Dizzy, dizzy Daleks. I want a Dalek. I want a Dalek that basically talks like a real human being. Not like it, I want them to still sound like a Dalek, but I want them to be like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" <laughs> you know, I've just been—I've just been hanging out over here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that You're would be funny. On a couch, yeah, just <laughs> just hanging out on a couch, wearing like it's basically like um, Hawaii Dalek at Gallifrey yes. One, basically. Yes, Tiki Dalek. Tiki Dalek, absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. I really just enjoyed how the Daleks moved throughout this with the animation as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they did a great job with it. I thoroughly enjoyed. We had some really cool uh, at the b- end of the first episode when uh, I can't remember who. I think it's Kennedy. Kennedy's yes. opening this the yes. the safe, and the Dalek appears over his shoulder. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, all the Dalek murder animation looked great we even mm-hmm. had like the bodies were smoking afterwards is yes. good stuff yes um, details matter yes and then we also got the uh the transition with i think it was at the end of episode two with the plunger like the plunger just goes straight into the camera and that's how we get the black screen to get the credits oh yeah yeah this is good stuff yes although it's kind of funny because i i win um sorry um in pretty sure it's episode two like the i think the first time the dalek comes out of our our swinging cathedral doors yes oh my from god the, from yes. the from their mirror chamber of time yes um 
I realize the Dalek says doctor, right? As it comes through the doors, but it, maybe it was the congestion talking, but it totally sounded like it went ta-da. <laughs> ta-da. Like, it's like, I'm here. Look at me. Uh, that would have been great if the, if our dizzy Daleks had done <clears throat> that. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, and what a, what a crazy concept that, that, um, uh, Maxtable basically kind of comes up with this, like, Oh, I was working with mirrors and I accidentally invented a time portal. Yeah. <laughs> like what a crazy concept is that? Yeah. It's uh, and then Daleks come through it. Of course. Yes, absolutely. They do like little cowboys and <laughs> wow. the saloon. There's a visual. Hey, I'm a cowboy now. Oh, that'd be <laughs> great. If dizzy Dalek was living in like the old West as a sheriff, as a sheriff oh my god that'd be great oh that's a whole different take on a town called mercy yes it is oh man i'd love man. to see that now <laughs> well i reckon madam <laughs> yeah oh my goodness Ugh. uh but yes the daleks are great love absolutely loved them um and all of their oh all of their deaths were great too all the dalek deaths oh man just uh, like episode seven everything blows up everything blows up and then we that's, get that's really what the title should have been <laughs> yes that's, that's actually should be what the alt everything blows up that should be the alternate there you title. go <laughs> everything blows up because it literally does um let's see we had them they were using like rope a lot to like throw daleks um into fireplaces yes. um throw them off of balconies Oh, mm -hmm. that one was great too. Um, yeah, there was just like a lot of. Oh, the, I love the setup when um, Jamie was climbing up the rope and Camel uh, was also Kamel. climbing up the rope. Yeah, and he like it started to break the uh, foundation of the of the railing. And then I love that we did we did a callback of that. <laughs> like, oh, that's why the Dalek was able to smash through it because. He kind of broke it earlier. I yeah, that it was already weakened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, just a bunch of Daleks exploding towards the end too. I did like that our dizzy Daleks were like, "Nah, forget that," and started like shooting people. Pretty or much. not people started shooting the the regular Daleks. Um, I like that they weren't like completely just like, "Yay, everything's hilarious." Yeah, it, it's it very much a like we're going to question authority. We will become ungovernable. <laughs> yes absolutely Fight the power um so yeah because i mean seriously in, in in episode seven like the doctor goes just full-on like agent of chaos yes like like this is this is the doctor at his most chaotic he is just you know he is taking these threads that are unraveling and, and he is just grabbing them with both hands and just pulling as hard as he can oh yeah and he is just put pitting dalek against dalek i feel i feel like i read something somewhere and of course now i don't have it noted down anywhere um but this story kind of in some sort of germination gives rise to the fact that we have like different Dalek factions in um, Remembers of the Daleks. Oh. And I was like, oh, I can kind of see that. I can definitely see that. But again, I don't remember if that is like a for sure thing or somebody is just like, hey, this kind of makes sense. But yeah. I, I, I can see it. Uh, <clears throat> something else we see and are introduced to is the Dalek Emperor. Yeah. Which uh, is a, a very cool concept. And a very Love cool uh, design as well. Um, but also, just as dumb as regular Daleks. <laughs> Slightly less mobile. Yes, he cannot cannot move, I think, at all. Maybe side to yep. side. but Maybe. Wiggles a little bit when he's irritated. Yeah. L I love the design of the, of the Emperor Dalek. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. And that was just like... Such a... Like, if they thought this was the, the end, it was like, well, they have to have a big boss, right? Right, they you can't need just a big boss be, battle. Yeah, you need a big boss battle. That's for sure. And I love like at the end that he basically goes full full dad mode on them. Like, don't fight in here. No running in the house. <laughs> it's very funny. Take off your shoes. <laughs> Eat your vegetables. Oh, <laughs> and then everything. Well, explodes. I can see the dizzy Daleks not wanting to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the dizzy Daleks are like, no, we're just spinning. <laughs> we're just spinning, yeah. and that's all there is to it. <laughs> 
Um, the Whirling Dervishes of Daleks. Yes. Uh, I know one thing I don't actually have listed here, but it, you know, I did notice it and we used to talk about it. If it, it you know, if we heard it and it sounded cool, we would mention it. I thought the music in this was really great. Mm-hmm. I thought it had like, um, very almost like modern who kind of undertones to it especially like the um there was almost like a music kind of going yeah yeah um and yeah i really like the music in this so you know i just thought i would mention it i you know once again i am i am convinced that uh trouton's era was some of the most progressive and like forward thinking in terms of like what kinds of stories to tell. Absolutely. Yeah. So many stories that I've now been introduced to because of doing this show with you. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. This is, this is like the best thing ever. This is so cool. This is so well done. This is insane. Yeah. That they were doing this in like the mid to late sixties. And it's so sad that so many of these stories are either incomplete or missing. Yeah. It's uh, it's a bummer because I feel like if we had, if we had, you know, complete reel to reel, I think more people would be talking about uh, Troughton being uh, the best doctor of all time. Yeah, I mean, I don't don't rule that out by any. <laughs> yeah, you know? I love Troughton. We know we know this. We do, and that's okay. And you absolutely love Jamie. Yes, I do. And and I won't lie. I you know my wife has read the Outlander series, uh-huh. and she has been um, watching. The TV oh, series, yeah. Um, on her on her own, she's like, mm, "It's my guilty pleasure." I'm like, "I don't want to put it up on the big screen in case one of the kids wakes up because yeah, it gets a little dirty at times." Right, that's right. okay. <laughs> no, no hate, no hate, no hate. And but then I told her, I said, "Did you know that you know the author of those books? She basically fell so in love with Jamie from Doctor Who that she was like, I'm gonna make basically like my own Jamie fan fiction.' Yeah." And she's like, wait, what? Like, yeah. And it brought up a picture of Jamie from, you know, that era. And I'm like, here, here's Jamie. Yeah. Because the main the main character in, in Outlander is named Jamie. And she goes, Yeah, here's this Jamie. I'm like, I know. They look <laughs> a little different, but what are you gonna do? Yeah. This was her inspiration. Love it. Yeah. Great. Always hilarious. Good stuff. Um, do we have anything else before we start hitting some buttons? I have one thing. Oh, then you go ahead with that while I look at my notes. Uh, in episode one, did you notice the Who posters in the in the? <laughs> I uh, did. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I I always when I'm when I we watch the animated stuff, I look in the background to see if I can see anything that's that's yeah. interesting. That was the only thing that I saw that was I thought was the funny. the back the backgrounds are always a treat. Yeah, always a treat. I will say, um, like I know we've got a pretty big cast in this yes. story. And I, I'd like to just take a moment, uh, uh, to recognize poor Molly, the, uh, oh. the, like the, the, the housekeeper. Yeah. Never gets treated well. Like at any point. No. Um, you know, tries to do right by so many things and just does not get treated well. So, uh, we see you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I think, I think we can learn something from Maxtable. Um, is that uh, greed basically gets you turned into a Dalek? Yes, absolutely. Um, and and there was a short piece in episode seven that you know I forget what he's raving about at that point, um, but I went, oh, I need to make a gif out of this, <laughs> and I did. And it has swears in it, but he's basically like, F it, F it all, I'm out of here. Yes. And it just, it fits so perfectly that I'm like, mm, sorry, I'm going to have to make this. But <laughs> I will, uh, I think, I think, uh, I think the podcast account retweeted that if I'm not mistaken. So it, it did. Is, it is out there. there. Thank you for that. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, if you've ever looked at the actual, um, his, his actual who played him, yeah. Uh it is I wish we had footage of this man playing oh, this really? insane. Oh, have you not seen what he looks like? I've not, no. Here, I'll put I'll put it in uh I'll put it in our chat here and you can uh you can take a look at it. Okay. It is um I thought the character design of the animated guy was I was like, Whoa, this is nuts and then I saw what the actual guy uh looked like and I went, Oh man, that's uh that's pretty dead on. Nice. 
So dead on. Goodness gracious. All right. Shall we start uh, hitting some buttons? Yeah, let's hit them. Oh, my goodness. I've never been more excited. <laughs> I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. Okay, there is so much in this. There is. That I, I don't think I can remember it all. So, I, Taylor, I think you said you took... I did. I, I, fi- I finally made a spot in my notes for the Duggan scale so I could actually remember stuff, especially with a seven-parter. Um, and, and I will say, yes, that, that picture of the, the guy who played Maxtable, I mean, that... It's man, amazing. Like, the hair straight into the beard. I'm like, that is a mane. That is, yes. a, that is an absolute mane yes. of hair. So, anyway, that aside, um, let's see. We got Jamie doing fisticuffs with Kemmel. Yes. Um, we've got... Obviously, we, we've also got the whole like basically Bugs Bunny scene with Jamie and Kemmel. Yeah. Uh, we got Jamie doing a proper sword fight. Yes. Um, we have got, and I'm like, I'm not even thinking about like the first two episodes where we've got like, you know, Kennedy and, and this Toby guy who we didn't even talk about. He's basically just a ruffian and you know, they, they do hooligan things. Yes. Um, but we blow up an entire house. Yeah. We blow up a ton of Daleks. Yep. Um, and I mean, literally, like, let's just say all of episode seven. All of episode seven is crazy. Uh, Kemmel gets pushed off a cliff. Yep. Um, by, I guess, uh, the strength of a human Dalek. Right. Yes. Or he was just confused. I don't know. Either way is fine. Um, One or the other. What else? Yeah. Everything blows up there. We had the uh, the Dalek pushed into the fireplace we had the dalek pushed off the balcony Mm -hmm. we had um that first fight between jamie and uh kemmel is insane yeah um like i think somebody gets a vase knocked over their head and then he he drops yeah and then he drops him i think from the second story to the first story through a table yeah yeah absolutely crazy and that's and that's not to say that in the first couple of episodes, Jamie actually gets roughed up quite a bit too. He does. Yeah, I believe he gets um, knocked out by um, the. Is it the ruffian or does he get knocked out by um, by Arthur? I'm. I can't remember, but it's one of them. I honestly can't. I mean, seriously, it's been six days since I watched the first couple of episodes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Yeah. So, but anyway, just so much. Yeah, going on in terms of this, and and not just like, oh, this is a good you know gunfight or something like this is good quality. Like Saint Duggan would be proud. Yes, he's of these he's, offerings. He he, someone's like Duggan. Why are you smiling? And he's like, I'm not quite sure. That's basically <laughs> what it is. Yes, he had, Saint Duggan would would put many benedictions upon this episode. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, he let's, would. Let's put it this way. Yes. I. I mean, I. I'm going the full ten. It. I was. Yeah. I mean, I was at least nine five when I was thinking about it. But you know what? It's this, a full ten. It's not it even is, like yeah. No, you're absolutely right. That especially episode seven is just so utterly off the rails yeah and i think i think also like the explosions uh, honestly yes that puts it over the edge for sure but we also like we said we got the fist of cuffs we got the sh- sword fights we got people just destroying daleks and then you yeah. know we got all the explosions after that but man oh man yeah this uh this was absolutely insane yeah and i think now makes only one of two episodes yeah, that we have given a full ten. Yeah, absolutely. Two, maybe three. I think it's only two, though. It might be only two. I think it would be so nice if I had ever kept a chart. Of I know our ratings, and I never did that. I think, uh, I yeah, was after two hundred and forty-four episodes. I mean, I, I assume we might be able to. Well, I mean, it depends. You know, we could go to we could go to notlg slash podcastica, um, and maybe in the search bar. We can type in Duggan scale mm. and see. Yeah. I don't know. It's something that I put Aha. in the description. We have two at least. One from, yeah. one from 2016 and another one from 2016. Oh, boy. Uh, Ki- uh, Kinda 
or two well, Tegans that. in Paradise. Yeah, that was not a ten. I know that. Uh, or the Tomb of the Cybermen. I know that wasn't a ten either. the The other ten we had was just last year. Was it the Claws of Axos? I don't think so. I'm just I'm looking up. I just typed in Duggan, and then I have so we have the first we have City of Death, Tomb Obviously. of the Cybermen, Pyramid of Mars, um, Kinda, and Claws of Axos. Yeah, no, I think I think to do a proper chart, time will have to be set aside to listen to like the last ten minutes of every episode. Yes, episode. Boost, Since, our, boost our numbers somewhere after City of Death. I don't remember how long after we came up with it. Oh yeah, I don't know. No, interesting, interesting. Anyway, all right. Anyway, well, I mean, that's a project for a future day. It is, and uh, it, right now we just uh, our project is to check what's going on behind this couch. There's probably cats. <laughs> Gathering close, it's time for the behind the <laughs> All right, Taylor, what are we thinking here? Well, I'm thinking, speaking of couches, John, how's your new couch? Oh, it's great. You love it? Yeah, man. Did Good. I send you a picture? I don't think so. Oh, my goodness. I'll do rush, that. When you got time. No yeah. rush. No rush. Anyway, it. The animations, generally speaking, are always a little bit less scary than live action episodes because that's just kind of the nature of these animations. They're more cartoony, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think I think even if the story had been particularly scary, the fact that it is an animated recreation it it softens that a little bit. Um, but generally speaking, overall, the story itself um, isn't particularly scary. Um, I don't even know that I'd call it all that tense even. Yeah. But I can see like, if you've never, like if you've got a young one um, and maybe this is the first Dalek story they're seeing, Mm -hmm. because maybe, maybe because it's animated, um, that is a really nice couch. (laughs) Thank you. It's just, I just opened that picture. You said, wow, that's fancy. Yeah. It's stupid. Fancy. Fancy. It really is. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's it, it is not terribly scary, but I, I will say this that you know, if you've got a younger viewer, that that pacing for maybe like the first almost half of yeah. of the story. Yeah. It's it's gonna feel a little slow. They're probably gonna get a little bored. They might go play <laughs> with their Legos. But then bring them back because then it gets crazy and then it's like, oh my god. Yeah, absolutely. Everything's blowing up. Everything is blowing up, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, all right, everybody. In in two weeks' time, we are continuing our animation domination block of Doctor Who, and we are going to be watching Galaxy 4, starring William Hartnell as the Doctor, Maureen O'Brien as Vicky, and Peter Purves as Stephen Taylor. I don't know why I'm saying yes. it like words are being I put together in my mouth uh, like i am a speaking spell or something uh, i was written by <laughs> william ems and directed by derek uh martinus and i'm excited to watch this yeah because this, this is a newer first... one right yes this came out very recently this is this is also our first uh first doctor animated recreation is it i believe so huh there you I go i don't think we've done one i did not know that i did not know that uh well, it's weird stuff, Ed. I just don't get it. I did not know that. Uh, no, that's great. I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm excited to keep keep on going with this long block of animation domination as long as we can. And yeah, I'm excited to see how they uh, how they do this because we know you know some of the older stuff. We're always like, oh my god, pacing. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's a four-parter. It's not a seven-parter, so... No, it is not. A little, a little more easily digested. Yes, absolutely. All right, so until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter... At BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Look for Taylor and I, the animated versions of us coming out of a hardest uh and please rate and review us as well i believe you can do ratings on spotify now so go correct go do that please um also subscribe to us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash the notlg uh shop.spreadshirt.com slash notlg and patreon.com slash notlg if you would like to buy some somebody just bought something from the store nice i don't know 
what it was, but somebody bought it. And if you are, uh, if you bought a Podcastica thing, thank you. And if you bought something else and you're still listening to Podcastica, hey, thanks. <laughs> I haven't checked. I should probably check it. What this uh, individual has purchased from our store, and we appreciate it. And you know, you can you can also buy stuff at shop.spreadshirt.com slash notlg. But if you just want to donate to the cause monetarily, patreon.com slash notlg. And guys, it's still not great out there. True that. So support your local shop any way you can. Buy something from them. Uh, share their Facebook, uh, the information on your page or retweet or do whatever you got to do to help them out because uh, we want to help the local shops out. Most definitely. All right. So that's it for us this week. Join us again in two weeks where we talk about Galaxy 4 and we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. Hold on. Every time we... Hold on. I'm trying to think of what my alternate is. Ooh. Every every time we run around the house playing Daleks, playing trains. <laughs> no, I, I got one.